0: Hello everyone, Dusty here, the host of the YouTube Creators Hub podcast. Welcome back. I do apologize for not having a show completed last week. As you all know, I take pride in making sure that this show is consistently released every single week. Uh, But as most of you know, uh, my wife and I welcomed our second child into the world uh, a little over a week ago. And so things have been crazy. But our little girl was uh, introduced to the world, like I said, a little over a week ago. uh, Perfectly healthy. Everything is is good with my wife so far, and everything is fantastic. Thank all of you for all of your prayers and all of your thoughts throughout this process. Uh, I really do appreciate it. But you know what? Here on the YouTube Creator Sub Podcast, helping you improve your YouTube channel, helping you spread your message beyond where you are now, and helping to elevate you on the platform that we all know and love, and that is YouTube. Uh, Just a brief note, uh, when I did come back from the hospital, I got a notification from Apple and iTunes that the podcast was removed from the service. And so uh, we lost a bunch of reviews. We lost some standings in the search results. And so if you would, if you have time, uh, go on over to iTunes, leave us a review. That always helps us and kind of boost us in the search rankings there on iTunes. Um, It was very unfortunate what happened. It took me about a a little over a week. And so you may even have to resubscribe. So check your feeds. Make sure that you're subscribed to the show if you are not already. Uh, And speaking of the show, man, what a conversation we have for you guys this week. Uh, I would like to remind you all that this uh, show is always brought to you by TubeBuddy, uh, the fantastic uh, online browser plug-in as well as the mobile app on iOS and Android that will help you take your channel to the next level. And let me tell you guys, I've been talking to the guys over there and I know some of the stuff they have coming down the pipeline for 2019. If you're not already on the bandwagon, please guys, do yourself a favor, at least download the free version, check it out, see what you think, click the link in the description, you will not regret it also want to give a big, huge shout out to all of our patrons. The show is also brought to you by them. Uh, It's because of them, that they throw me a couple of dollars a month that uh, you guys are able to uh, have these shows on a regular basis because it does take time, it does take bandwidth to get all of this done. I want to thank Ivan M, Alex N, Ken M, Middleton, uh, Jose R, uh, Janice L, and Susan T. Thank you all for being new pledges, new patrons. Um, What do you get for becoming a patron of this show? Basically, you get access to the creator discord where we talk YouTube shop all throughout the week. You can share your videos as you upload them there to get feedback and critique. You can share your channels. Uh, You can do all kinds of things. So go check out the Patreon campaign. That'll be listed below in the show notes as well. While I was gone, a lot happened, right? Adpocalypse 2.0, the new comment thing happened where YouTube was removing channels for inappropriate comments in the, the, the comment section of the videos. I will cover all of that in a separate episode. There is not enough time in this episode to do all of that, but trust me, as I gather more data, as I get more information, as we see how all of this is going to play out, I will begin to cover all of that as need be but right now i've got an amazing conversation for you with an amazing creator so sit back grab some popcorn or start your run or whatever you're doing and listen to this week's conversation on the youtube creators hub podcast Hello everyone, welcome back to this week's episode and the conversation on the YouTube Creators Hub podcast. I'm Dusty as always, and man, am I excited to be back on the horse this week. Uh, For those of you who probably already heard in the intro, uh, my wife and I welcomed our second child into the world a little over a week ago, so I've kind of been out of the loop, but man, I am coming back better than ever, stronger than ever, and I'm so stoked today to be... I don't ever use that word stoked, but I'm so excited today to be joined by Viper. He is uh, a man about tech, captain of team Apple, and he's here to help people better understand and connect with the technology around them. Viper, how are you doing today?
1: What's up, Dusty? I'm doing pretty
0: good, man. How you doing? I am doing fantastic. Man, I just I love your enthusiasm your enthusiasm. I love it's one of the things that attracted me to your content. I'll just kind of give a little a little bit of a story here about kind of how I got introduced to Viper. Um I watch a lot of live streams around YouTube, around the YouTube space, and everybody was talking about Viper, about this guy named Viper who's doing you know, a live stream where he brings on creators and YouTubers, and basically it's kind of like an open-door policy. If you want to come in and talk technology with Viper, you're kind of welcome to. Uh, and I started kind of joining in on the streams and consuming them in the background, and man, your personality, your motivation, your determination, it just amazed me. And I am just so excited to be able to pick your brain today because it seems like you're blowing up. Your channel's doing really well. Your live streaming channel's doing really well. So, uh, before I get a little too excited, tell my audience a little bit more about who you are as a person and kind of your, your channels and your content.
1: Sure. Absolutely. Well, basically I'm just a tech geek, man. Um, at the very core, I love tech. I like eat, sleep, breathe tech. Um, (laughs) Like I said, I call myself the captain of Team Apple because I have a lot of Apple products. I have a love for the Apple. I have a love for the Apple ecosystem. I am like knee deep into it. I have an iPhone, iPad, AirPods, MacBook. I mean, I'm just knee deep. Now that doesn't mean I. I'm only an Apple fan. I like all sorts of products. Hell, I have a Galaxy S10 coming in, in two days. So, mm-hmm. I just love tech, man. I am just love tech, and I love talking to people about tech. And I love helping people understand and connect with the tech that they use every day. So that is what I'm doing.
0: So let's kind of backtrack. Three months ago, you decided to start a YouTube channel. What what was the thought process behind this? What made you say to yourself, okay, Viper, it's time. I love technology. And by the way, me and you are made of the same cloth. I love technology. I love gadgets. It is my favorite thing in this world. It's my passion. Uh, besides media and, and content creation, technology is the thing. Uh, you know, to, to my wife's chagrin, she doesn't really like it because sometimes we'll be getting packages in the mail from Amazon. And she's like, what is this? What is this? And I'm like, come on, I need it for my business. Um, but kind of what kind of talk about the, the creation or the origin story of your YouTube channel.
1: Sure, no problem, man. Well, actually, I started doing YouTube back in January of 2018, so it's a little over a year now. Okay. And I started because it was suggested to me like many, many years ago on Facebook that I, I should start a YouTube channel. Because back on Facebook, I was helping people make technology decisions or troubleshooting their cell phones, different things like that. So it was suggested to me, like, dude, you should start a YouTube channel. But I never really took it too seriously because I figured the YouTube space was already saturated enough. And I thought to myself, what could I add to the YouTube tech space? But then um, I lost my mother in 2017. And then the year turned over to 2018. And I told myself, you know what? I'm going to throw my hat into the tech ring in 2018. So on January 1st, 2018, I uploaded my first YouTube video. And I've just gone from there.
0: Yeah, I had your videos sorted by most popular as opposed to oldest to newest, so that was a noob mistake on my part. But yeah, you, you've been in this thing for about a year, and man, you have been pumping out the content. I've got so many questions to ask you, but I think the thing I want to ask you is this, is that you know, first I want to say, I'm sorry about the loss of your mother. Um, I know how it is when you lose a loved one. Uh, it's, it's, it's traumatic, but it also can be motivational as well. Uh, knowing that that person would want you to do something different or do something uh, to better yourself. And it, it seems to me that, that you're doing that. Um, and with, with your content, you already love technology. What was your history in video creation. Did you have any history in uh, composition as far as video composition, audio editing? Like, did you know any of this before you dove into your YouTube channel?
1: Absolutely not. I had no history of video creating, editing. I didn't know anything. Um, Basically everything I've done over the past year and a half, I've learned on the fly, more or less. Um, So it's been an interesting journey in that respect because like I said, I had no previous video editing or video creation background. I started my very first YouTube channel just doing a video on my uh, iPad. Uh, I just hit the record on the iPad, and I talked about my iPhone 10 at the time. And then I just kept making videos on my iPad. And then I think that's how I was doing it for the first six, seven months of my YouTube career. I was doing videos. And then eventually I uh, brought an editing program on my iPad called LumaFusion. And I started using LumaFusion to do my edit. So eventually I learned how to do that. And then somebody in the community gifted me with a Panasonic G7 camera. So now that's what I used to do my video. So it's been a gradual evolution of the equipment I've used to pump out these videos.
0: Man, I think that's so cool that people like you say that because so many people email me on a weekly basis and they're like, "Oh man, I'm afraid to get on YouTube. I have no history. I have no know-how. I have no knowledge." But man, me and you both know that YouTube is a great teacher. YouTube, I call it YouTube, um, YouTube University. There's so many things you can learn on YouTube. You want to know how to use Adobe After Effects? Get on YouTube. You want to know how to edit video? Get on YouTube. Um, there's so many things that we can learn uh, on YouTube for free, which I think is just amazing. Uh, let's talk about the name for a minute. Viper. W- where did it come from? Like, like, what, what, what was the origin story of that?
1: Oh yeah, I get that. I get asked this a lot. So basically, growing up, I was a big uh, WWF WWE fan. Oh so I watched man. a lot of wrestling. Yeah. Um. Well, right now, uh, today, my favorite wrestler, his name is Randy Jordan, and yeah. his nickname happens to be Viper. Yes. So I adopted it, but unfortunately, um, the regular spelling was taken, and even the spelling with the one Y was taken. So I just adopted it out to three Ys, so I spelled it V-Y-Y-Y-P-E-R, and there you have it.
0: That's awesome, man. And I guess that kind of explains like your, uh, your enthusiastic opening to all of your live streams is kind of very much wrestling, uh, wrestling S kind of like Ric Flair, you know, back in the day when he used to, 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 to yell, you know? So right. <laughs> that's awesome, man. That's awesome. Um, let's talk about YouTube as a business. You and I talked, um, off air just, uh, just for a second about kind of your day to day job. I'm not going to kind of dive into that right this second. Um, but as far as YouTube and monetizing and making money, um, are you doing anything currently to make a, a little extra change from the channel? And if you're not, do you plan on doing so in the future? And what what would those methods be?
1: Well, Dusty, to be honest, which I'm still pretty new to the YouTube thing as far as monetizing every, everything and things like that. But there are a couple of things that I'm doing. Um, I do have a merch store up on uh, Teespring, so I'm doing that. I have a little bit of affiliate marketing going on with Amazon, but nothing much is really happening there. I also have a, uh, a buy me a coffee page set up for those of you that are not aware. Buy me a coffee is a site that you can go to to set up a donation so people can donate to your channel. It's like a one time donation. It's not like a Patreon where you pay a recurring monthly free uh, recurring monthly fee. Excuse me. Um, buy me a coffee is a site that you set up um, and people can go to your buy me a coffee link, make a one time donation and then keep it moving. So I got a, I got a couple of things set up, but I feel like I'm still relatively new to the whole monetization thing. So I'm just learning as I go.
0: All right. So let's talk about the live stream. Um yeah. And so you, you, for people who don't know, and by the way, you need to check out Viper's stuff if you haven't already. It's V-Y-Y-P-E-R on YouTube. And then he also has another channel, which I think is a fantastic method, that's called Vipe Live, V-Y-P-L-I-V-E, where he does all of his podcasts over there. He live streams all of his interviews, and he also live streams something that is called Friday Night Vipe, V-Y-P. And this thing can go on as long as six, seven, eight hours At a time um which i think is just complete madness but basically and and you correct me if i'm wrong because i think this is such an intriguing format and i think that and i want you to speak on this i think this is kind of how you've gotten a lot of your notoriety and people have kind of found out about you is that you basically open the door you open a google hangout and you say if you want to come on here and talk tech you can, and I'm sure there's some stipulations, and honestly, I'm going to go ahead and warn you, I want to get on this thing. I want to get on the show as soon as I can, um, but with that being said, talk about how you started that and kind of how you formatted it and kind of the success that you've seen with it.
1: All right, so before I go into that, you are more than welcome to come on any Friday night, man. Anytime, yes. Any Friday you're free, you are more than welcome. Awesome. As far as how I started it, um, so the very first Friday Night Viper I did was back in May of last year. Mm-hmm. Um. It was just me live streaming by myself. I think I went for like two and a half, two and a half to three hours just talking checking basically current events and things like that. So actually what happened was back on July 3rd, what I did was I opened up a Google Hangout and I did a, a random live stream because it was the night before July 4th. So I knew that everybody would have off the next day in America anyway. Nobody would be going to work the next day. So I just pretty much opened up a Google Hangout. And I invited any creators who wanted to come on and talk with me to come on and talk with me. And my God, it was amazing. I had bigger creators like uh Taylor Tech, uh John Proctor Front Page Tech, and I had a couple of up and coming creators like uh Zach Talk Tech, El Hefty Reviews. I had about eleven different creators go in and out of that in and out of that Google Hangout. And ever since that night, my live streams have taken on like a life of their own. Like every Friday night it's just like one big uh tech party more or less. Um like you said, I have people come in and go out. I invite people to come in, and um, if they want to talk tech, I've, I've even had a night where I invited like fans to come in and talk to me, like people that don't even do YouTube. So I I leave the door open to pretty much anybody, but I've had people on the live stream like Michael Fisher, Renee Ritchie, even Marquette Brownlee, nkbhd k b h d been on the stream. Mm-hmm. I've had Flossie Carter on there. I mean, I've had a whole bunch of creators come to hang out with me for a little while on the live stream, so it really has taken on a life of its own, Jesse. It's really amazing
0: and let me ask you this Viper is it are you sending out invite links to to the Google Hangout like how are you technically like how are you managing this behind the scenes
1: uh, well basically what I do is I like for the bigger creators I know they're pretty busy so I try to like fill them out on Twitter I'll just shoot them a tweet like are you interested in going, uh, joining a live stream with me sometime and they'll say yes or no and then if they say yes then we'll I'll let them know that I'm going live on a Friday night at a such and such time And I'll DM you the link. As far as everybody else, um, usually my rule is when I start the live stream on Friday night, which is usually at 630 Central every Friday night, if you are in the chat, if you are present in the chat when I start my live stream, then you have a chance of getting on the show that night. I mean, I basically, I look for people who actually show up and hang out with me. And I'm like, all right, if you're in the chat and if you're in the stream and you're in the chat and you want to come on and actually talk to me, I will DM you the link and then we'll go from there.
0: All right, because I'm a nerd. And I see all these big people that, that you've you've had on the stream. I find this so intriguing and I can't wait to, to get on the show with you guys and talk tech. I'm just, you know, you've had a lot of my friends on there. Roberto Blake is a friend of mine. Yep. Uh, I don't know John Prosser personally. I've consumed his content for a long time. A lot of the guys that you've had on, uh, I've, I've either watched or know personally. And so with that being said, I want to know kind of how you're making it happen. Like when you're using Google Hangouts, which I'm going to go ahead and be honest, I, I, I've i never really had the best impression of. I think that they've improved it since I used to use Use it, um, and for podcasting, it really doesn't have anything that works well. And I've tried it before to record some shows. And so, technically, are you just opening up a Google Hangout and then sending out the invite link? And then, how are you? Are you using Streamlabs? Or are you using OBS? Like, what are you using to actually stream this to your channel?
1: So basically, Google Hangouts is directly tied into YouTube. So when I start a Hangout on um, on when I start a Google Hangout, like you said, I send out the invite link. But mm-hmm. then there is a button in Google Hangouts uh, to start broadcast, and when you hit that start broadcast button, it streams out to it streams out via YouTube um, through my YouTube channel. So I'm not using Streamlabs or anything like that. I'm using basically directly the YouTube interface. The Google Hangouts is tied in directly to my YouTube channel, so when I hit start broadcast, it just starts streaming right from my channel, and then we go from there.
0: Well, I am definitely going to have to check that out and ask you to pick your brain about that off the air. Now, just quick question. <laughs> does it also record audio? Can you record the audio from it?
1: Yes, it's, it's a video and audio, yes.
0: Oh, ah, see, I think you've opened my eyes, man. You never know. Maybe I can find a new free tool to use. Um, now, on, on these streams, do, do you have any type of structure Or are you just basically like when you start the stream at night, do you jot down a few bullet points? Because the ones that I've watched, I think the beauty of it is, the beauty of this content for you is that once you get these folks talking, it's kind of like a snowball rolling down a hill. It just keeps going and going. And a lot of times you're just kind of sitting there moderating and kind of letting them kind of go to town on a topic. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, that is pretty accurate. Basically, the way I do it is that usually for the first half an hour, Sometimes to an hour of the live stream, I will talk about a topic that's on my mind. It's usually like a rant or something that had me going on for that particular week. But once I bring together and I, uh, I talk tech with them, and then they usually talk about topics that are on their mind or things that they want to discuss for that given week. And then, like you said, it just pretty much it goes into any and everywhere. I mean, it's not always tech related. One time we had an argument about who was better, Michael Jackson or the Beatles. So it can pretty much go any and everywhere.
0: It (laughs) gets live. (laughs) That's awesome. Uh, what what is your vision for this like what what do you see down the road even just a few months and and a year or two like what are what are you looking to do production wise like as far as because I think that you have something like you've you've really hit hit a a thread that I think that you've seen a good bit of success with already with such a short amount of time what what are your goals and, and, and what are you thinking for the future of this
1: um, to be honest with you, I don't really have any long term goal for the live stream. I'm just uh, I'm just enjoying it and having fun, living in the moment. I'm basically just trying to get more uh, more big time names on the show, um, and just uh, just keep it going. Like I said, I go every Friday night. Um, with so much going on in technology, There's usually always something for me to start with at the very least. Mm-hmm. And then depending on if people are vibing with the topic or not, some people will ask to jump in, and then we just go from there. But as far as long term goes, right now I'm, I don't really have any.
0: I got you, man. I completely understand that. Sometimes you strike gold and you don't even, you know, you kind of don't even have time to catch up with it. It just kind of happens, which, uh, which I think is awesome. Um, Let me ask you this, man. What is something that you wish someone would have told you when you first started out on YouTube?
1: Wow. When I first started out on YouTube, (laughs) I wish somebody would have told me to start sooner, to be Mm -hmm. honest with you. We always, we're always waiting for the perfect moment to start YouTube. It seems like that's what I hear. Like you said in the beginning, I don't have this, or I don't have the right gear, or I don't have the right phone. None of that matters. The sooner you start doing a YouTube channel, the better, because everything you're going to be learning on the go anyway. And at some point, you'll be able to upgrade your gear. I mean, if you put the time and effort into doing it the correct way, then at some point on your journey, you will have a chance to upgrade your gear. Um... I think some people start YouTube for the wrong reason. They started to get famous or they started to make a quick buck. And YouTube is a marathon, not a sprint. So mm-hmm. if you're getting on YouTube to, like, get your 15 seconds of fame or get a quick buck, then you have, a, you have a rude awakening ahead of you because it doesn't work that way. But if you're in it for the long haul, if you're willing to put in the time and the grind to, to get something out of it, it's just like anything else in life. You get out what you put in. And YouTube can be very rewarding if you put in the time and effort to make it out to be what you want it to be.
0: Let me ask you this. You said that you wish someone would have told you to start sooner, and that's something I hear a lot, and I wish I would have as well. Um, it's funny, you know, with, with live streaming, something you and I both do, um, you know, I I wish I would have started like when Twitch first started or when YouTube first started or when the live streaming thing was a big fad. I wish I was one of the, the pioneers or the ambassadors, because those people are the ones who are still popular today. Um, and, and with that being said, what do you think are the main reasons why people don't start? Like, what are the major roadblocks and what were your roadblocks kind of mentally or physically that that kind of deterred you from starting on the platform sooner?
1: Well, like I like I told you earlier in the uh, podcast, the only roadblock that I really had was that I felt that the, the tech space was already saturated. And I felt like I wouldn't really be adding anything that wasn't already existing in the tech space. Now, as far as other people in their potential roadblocks, I think it's more mental than anything. Uh, You hate the sound of your voice. You don't you don't like the way you look on camera. Like I said, you don't have the right gear. I mean, people make any number of excuses not to just turn on the camera and then hit record and upload a video. But Hmm. it's it's so easy. Like once you start doing it and you do it over and over and over again, eventually you develop a confidence. You develop a style, a flow. It becomes natural. And then it it becomes easy.
0: Yeah, I I agree. People are so hard on themselves. And when it comes to like the, that the space is saturated, like I, I remember when I was telling myself that three and a half, four years ago, when I started the podcast, and then all of the people that I thought were saturating the market are now some of my closest friends in the space. And those are the people who I thought, you know, I was in competition with. But obviously, now that I've, I've learned, I understand that I'm not in competition with these people. Like you're not in competition with John Prosser or with MKBHD or any of the big tech YouTubers, you guys are on this journey together. And there is no more uh, example of that than all of these people will being willing to come on to your show and to help a creator like yourself grow. And that's what's so beautiful about the YouTube space is that people like me and you can meet and connect. And now me and you can always have each other in our contact list and and our sphere of influence. And you and I, if you need something, you can say, Hey, Dusty, uh, I've got an idea for a podcast. What are your thoughts? And you know, if, if I need something, I can come to you and say, Hey, Viper, can you help me with this? That's the beauty of the YouTube space is that we're all friends. We're in the together we're all trying to succeed we're all wanting the other person to do well Um, and that's one of my favorite things about YouTube and can you speak on that like seeing that with your live streams on a weekly basis like how important is it to to build friends friendships and relationships on YouTube and to kind of take yourself out of the isolated YouTuber mentality
1: you know it's funny that you mentioned that because that's probably another thing that I would like tell beginning YouTubers or somebody should have told me when I first started that you're not, not you're not in competition with anybody else on YouTube. Really in reality, you are your only competition. Mm-hmm. Um it's like you said, we're all on the platform, we're all trying to achieve a similar goal or if not the same goal. So the best way to go about becoming um, becoming big on YouTube is to help each other out. Um like you said, I the the bigger creators are willing to come on my live trip because they know that I'm not their competition. I'm not trying to be their competition. I'm not trying to one-up them or anything like that. I'm just trying to be one of them more or less. I'm trying to be one of the guys more or less. So they understand that and they know that I'll do anything for them. And they have my back by coming on the live stream. And it's just one big, uh, it's almost like, it's like a team. It's like a camaraderie that is on the platform between creators when you realize that it's not a competition. Like probably one of the best things that any up and coming creator will realize once they start YouTube is that it is not a competition and they don't have to be afraid to reach out for help um it's funny because john redinger when he was on my podcast a few weeks ago he told me that he thought like a lot of smaller creators were afraid to reach out to bigger to bigger youtubers and i'm just like that is crazy to me because why would you be afraid to reach out to somebody who has the experience who is where you want to be like that that just seems like counterproductive to me i'm i'm completely opposite i'm like i'm reaching out to everybody that i can reach out to and if they say yes fine if they say no that's fine too but It it doesn't hurt you to reach out and try to work with people because most people on the platform are pretty friendly and they will be willing to work with you as long as you're respectful.
0: Can you give my audience some advice when it comes to reaching out to larger creators or other people in the space to collaborate with? What are some kind of uh, best practices that you go by when you're reaching out to these individuals?
1: Oh, absolutely. Number one, um, be patient um don't be creepy about it don't spam them because nobody likes to be spammed like that's the quickest way to get ignored block like just blacklisted whatever don't spam them be patient because when you're reaching out to these bigger creators a lot of them are busy um so you i mean i would just shoot them a tweet and then wait a mic wait a few days a week or so and if they don't answer then try again but don't be spam dming people and and just trying to blow up their spot is just no, the best thing I could tell people is to have tact, be respectful of other people's time, because a lot of times you're not going to get an answer right away. You're not going to get an immediate response because these bigger creators are so, so busy. They only have a few minutes of a day to maybe check a Twitter or messages and things like that. So, and then you have to realize that you're not the only one who wants to work with them. They're they're probably getting inquiry from hundreds of people that want to work with them on top of brands and companies and things like that. So, As much as we like to think that the world revolves around us, when you're trying to reach out and work with other creators, it's not that way. You're just like a small fish in a fry, so you have to respect their time. And they will appreciate that. Like, if you're respectful about your approach, they will really appreciate you being respectful about their time and being respectful in your approach, and that will make them more willing to work with you because they know that you're respectful and you're not just out for your own. And that's the other thing. When you reach out, you you have to provide value. You just can't Mm. be contact the creator saying all oh, i want you to do this. i want this from you or i want that from you it's not about you all the time you have to provide value to them why should they want to come work with you why should they want to be on your live stream why should they want to do anything with you what value can you give them and i think that would make your odds a lot better if you could provide value to the people that you want to work with
0: so that last piece that you just said is actually what i wanted to get at is that the, the smaller creators, a lot of times, Viper, don't think that they have value to add, but they do. And whether it's a, a skill or a, a trade skill that you have that the big creator doesn't have or whatever it may be, you do have value. Find out what your value is and make sure you're offering it up to the larger creators because you can't just say, oh, MKBHD, come on my podcast. You, you, you've you got to let him know why why he should do it. Like what's, what's the, the, what's he going to get out of it? Because these people are busy. They've got so much going on and you're exactly right. I'm, I'm not going to add on to any, anything else there because I think Viper said basically everything that I would have said there. Um, <clears throat> kind of in, in the closing few minutes, uh, because you are a tech channel, you are a tech geek like myself. Let's talk about the tech behind it. What are you utilizing to make your YouTube channel click, uh, on a weekly and daily basis for your YouTube workflow? What's the software, the hardware, the internet resources that are behind the viper youtube channel
1: all right so like i alluded to earlier i started out for the first six and seven months with an ipad pro i pretty much ran the entire channel off an ipad pro so when you guys that you can't you don't have the tools and equipment to run a youtube channel i'm calling your bluff because i ran a whole channel off an ipad pro mm-hmm. but now today i like i said i film using like a uh, panasonic lumic g7 a, i think it's a dslr camera or mirrorless camera, or whatever. If one of those special camera, whatever. Um, I have a Blue Yeti microphone that I use to record audio, and then I do my editing with Final Cut Pro. But like I said, if you don't have a, if you don't have a MacBook or if you don't have a, a computer or things like that, if you have an iPad, you can use an app called Luma Fusion to edit on the iPad. So there's always different ways to get things done. Just because you don't have a particular piece of equipment doesn't mean that you can't get the work done that you need to get done. You just have to find a workaround and go from there. So that's basically the equipment I use. Like I said, I use the... Uh, oh, and I use my uh, iPad Pro to make my thumbnails. I use a program on iPad called Affinity Photo to make my thumbnail. So that's how I make the thumbnail. So I use the G7 to record the video. I use the Blue Yeti mic for the audio. I edit in the Final Cut Pro, and I use Affinity Photo on the iPad Pro to do my thumbnail.
0: Love it, love it. There's a lot of things there that I kind of jotted down briefly, and I'm going to be checking those out. Um, I'm really interested with what D, D Nimmin's doing and what you're doing a lot of your your stuff on mobile I think that in the future we're going to see more and more people be able to run their whole channel off of their iPad or off of their new iPhone or their new Samsung Galaxy S10 or S11 or whatever the the newest and the latest and the greatest is at the time I just think that it's so amazing the the technology that we have in our pockets And with with coming from someone who growing up, you know, my parents never did discourage me. They always encouraged me uh, when it came to new technology or new video games or whatever I was interested in at the time. And because of that, I'm still to this day in love with technology and and in love with the latest and greatest tech. And so, you know, as much as we don't need that to to run a channel, we can do it on the bare minimum and especially a budget nowadays. uh, It's so much fun to see where the future is going. So um, I I do want to ask you in closing, I know you mentioned that you don't have anything kind of uh, in the forefront as far as in the future for like the live streams, but as far as your YouTube channel, your online brand, uh, what are you looking to do to grow that? Like, what are you looking to do in the future to to do to continue to grow the Viper brand and the YouTube channel?
1: Well, basically right now I'm just trying to build up an audience so I could be more um, appealing to brands and uh, sponsors, things like that. So, I am looking to do some sponsorships in the future, uh, brand deals, things like that. But that stuff takes time. It doesn't happen overnight. So in the interim, I'm just building up my audience. Um, I'm just keeping the grind going because the grind never stops. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you, it, nothing is nothing happens overnight. You know, you got to put in the work. And I'm still relatively new, so I still have more work to do. So I'm just concentrating on doing the work. And like you, uh, I think I said this earlier in the podcast, or you said it, I actually have a podcast of my own called Wipe Drive, so I'm working on a podcast. I'm about 11 episodes in, so I'm on top of the podcast and the live streams and the videos. I'm just trying to make everything work, and I'm just working. That's pretty much it.
0: (laughs) I love it, man. The grind never stops, and you are so true when it comes to that, and man, you are doing it. And this is not a sponsor right this second, but... I would highly encourage any of you guys listening to this show right now to go on over to YouTube, type in V-Y-Y-Y-P-E-R on YouTube and check out what Viper has going on on his YouTube channel and in his live stream because, man... You are doing it. You're doing such a great job. I just want to encourage you to keep doing what you're doing because, man, I love your content. I know there's a lot of people out there who love your content, and I just really appreciate you coming on the podcast with me this week. I can already tell that you and I hit it off immediately, and hopefully uh, I'll have you back on in the very near future, and I'll get to jump on Friday Night Vibe whenever I get an opportunity to. That would be so much fun. So if you would, let my audience know where they can get in touch with you.
1: Absolutely, man. I appreciate you having me on tonight. And like you said, just just type in V-Y-Y-Y-P-E-R, that's three Y's, um, on YouTube. Or you could type in the Captain of Team Apple and I'll come up on YouTube. That works too. Uh, So yeah, um, I'm Viper on YouTube, Viper on Twitter and Instagram. So yeah, just type in Viper with three Y's and you'll find me.
0: Go check them out, guys. Captain of Team Apple or Viper with three Y's. Man, it has been an awesome conversation. Thanks again for coming on and we'll talk to you next time.